Hey everybody, today is Wednesday, March 6th, 2019, and welcome back to another episode of the Shutter Button Podcast. I'm your host, James R. Zygmunt, and today I'm going to be talking a bit about the differences between formal education in photography uh, versus just free shooting practice um, to develop your skills. And I'm going to be talking about some of the pros and cons of each and why I prefer one over the other and some of my experience with it. Um, but I think first off, it, it's a good idea to just kind of cover but, you know, what I'm talking about when I say formal education and uh, free shooting practice. Now, when I'm talking about formal education, I'm talking about things like being enrolled in a program at a university. I'm talking about continuing education. I am talking about a, you know, a formally guided uh, classroom setting with an instructor. Um, and then when I'm talking about free shooting practice, it's that that one's a bit more clear cut. That's very much going out and practicing to develop your skills uh, rather than being in a classroom setting to learn. Now, I'll say front and foremost that I think both have some very, very good benefits. I think that both apply in different situations, uh, depending on the type of photographer that you are and the type of schedule that you have and how much free time that you have. But I, I want to start out with the formal education because I think that uh, it's a bit overlooked and also sometimes uh, overstated depending on what your level of experience is. But I think that with formal education, you have quite a few benefits. You have the benefit of having a teacher or an instructor who can guide you through the entire curriculum. Um, if you're a first-time photographer, it's definitely, definitely very beneficial to find an introductory photography class because they'll cover all of the core fundamentals, they'll show you how to use the camera, how to composite some of the basics, uh, and then most likely some post-processing as well. It's also good because being in a classroom setting, you have, uh, you have a rigid schedule that you have to meet every week, um, and it forces you to practice within that schedule, which means that um, as long as you are following the schedule and you're staying in the course, you will get the amount of practice that the course expects out of you. Of course, it's just giving you a minimum, but the, a minimum is better than uh, no requirement at all. It's uh, far too easy sometimes for me, especially to kind of slack off and not commit the work that I should be doing. Um, but I find that when I'm in a classroom setting uh, and I have a teacher and I have a, you know, I have a course that I've paid for that's expecting my work uh, on time, I, I tend to do it on time and usually very early as well. I feel more productive. And as I said, I, you know, the schedule forces you to uh, put in the time and the effort, and it's all guided from point A to point B. Um, as long as the class is executed well and run well by the instructor, um, you should get at an expected level of experience by the end of the, by the, end of the class. Now, there's a few things to consider. Uh, if you are looking at some kind of classroom setting or some kind of formal education in photography, just to get the basics or, or to, you know, expand your horizons a bit. Um, and, you know, one of the first things uh, that comes up is the cost factor, um, you know, depending on what school you're looking at, depending on what instructor you're looking at, you're looking at a wide range of everything from uh, maybe a few dozen dollars per hour, uh, depending on if you're, you know, if you're getting tutored in photography versus uh, a few hundred dollars for a continuing education class at a university. So there are, uh, you know, there's a lot of options. And then that's not even considering 
being enrolled in a full-time program or even a part-time program, uh, you know, aiming towards a higher degree. So there is a bit of a, a, a cost investment that you have to make if you're looking to uh, go the formal education route. There's also uh, a problem with schedule flexibility when it comes to photographers that don't have a lot of free time in their schedule, especially if they're first timers or they, they already work full time, but they don't have all the time in the world to commit to going to a class. So there is a bit of a time investment as well. Uh, being able to make room for um, uh, practice and homework and going and attending class uh, is just as impossible for some people, depending on their work situation or their home situation. And then finally, I think that the classroom setting, uh, depending on what style of class you're looking at, and I don't mean necessarily workshops, because I think workshops are definitely aimed and geared towards more experienced photographers. But I do think that if you're uh, an experienced photographer and you're looking at an introductory photography class, there are, you know, you have to pay attention to the experience level of the class and what it's trying to teach uh, to make sure that you're getting the most out of it. Now, let's talk a bit about free shooting practice. Um, you know, when it comes to free shooting practice, I think there is an argument that says, if you are a beginner photographer, and you have no experience holding a camera, that free shooting is one of the best ways to get acquainted with the camera. And I think, in some sense, that is definitely correct, because it forces you to adapt and learn what all of the manual controls are learning how to adjust your exposure manually is very, very critical. And I think that's one of the uh, best exercises that you can do if you don't have any experience with the camera. Compositing um, is, you know, you can do all the compositing exercises that you want, but I think that exposing correctly and knowing how to manipulate the image with all of your exposure settings is, um, you know, that's an exercise that you can definitely pick up by practicing. However, I do think that starting out with some formal education is probably the proper route to go through. I think at least understanding the core fundamentals of photography is, you know, it's the best stepping stone that you can give yourself to going out and free shooting and developing your style and your skills that way. That's, that's mostly what I have done. Um, I had a, a very brief amount of formal education in learning how to use the camera and learning how to expose correctly. However, m the majority the vast majority of my practice and my work uh, and education has been through free shooting and it's been through communicating with other photographers, not necessarily being in a classroom setting, although I do advocate for it. And I do, um, you know, if I had the opportunity and the time to go into a, uh, you know, go into a curriculum or a program for photography, I most likely would do that. However, I, you know, there is uh, always a benefit to going out and getting your hands dirty and figuring out the mistakes that you're making in real time. And, you know, just repeating over and over and over and practicing over and over and over. Um, the classroom setting is great because it's guided curriculum. You do help have a helping hand to guide you and to help you correct your mistakes. Um, but free shooting uh, is a good way of developing your style because you're the one correcting your own mistakes. When you see something wrong with an image, you are able to, you know, at least once you've developed some style, you're able to look at an image that you've taken and then say, no, 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 this is not exactly how I want this. Let me correct this. Let me make an adjustment the next time I go shooting or let me make an adjustment in post. So I do think there's a, a, a big benefit uh, when you're free shooting 
because you can, you know, there's less restrictions on what you're shooting. Uh, there's little to no cost factor. And uh, you have as much time as you want to commit to free shooting. Uh, you can just go out anytime that you need to, anytime that your schedule allows, and then go out and practice. I will say, though, that if I were to kind of boil down my thoughts on on the the one versus the other i think that if you're a first-time photographer i think one of the first things that you should do is find just an introductory photography class it doesn't necessarily need to be a full-fledged full-time college program but i do think finding something at a community center or something in a uh, continuing education class is what's going to be uh, your gateway into getting used to the fundamentals. And once you have a good grip on the fundamentals, that's where you can make the choice of, do I want to continue with formal education where I go to a classroom setting and I can learn that way? Do I prefer having the teacher uh, or the instructor helping me out that way? Or on the flip side, do I want to just go out and free shoot now that I have some of the fundamentals and I have the freedom to kind of experiment and learn that way? Um, but I do think the first step, in my opinion, would be to get some kind of formal education on photography and even getting a textbook and going through and just going through the some of the core stuff learning how to expose properly learning how to composite um, some basic images i think that is uh, you know just maybe not as good but i think it is in the same vein and getting those core fundamentals is really what you are uh, you know trying to get done and if a textbook works better than a classroom and I'll say go for the textbook, but being able to just get that uh, skill set down and being able to understand it when you are free shooting or when you are in the classroom next time, you will see uh, a greater benefit in the quality of your work and, and the performance, uh, your own performance for when you're shooting. So now that we've spoken a bit about the differences between, you know, formal education and free shooting for beginners and first timers, I do want to make a bit of a mention for intermediate photographers that might be looking for, uh, you know, an avenue towards formal education without necessarily committing to a full time college program or committing to a beginner course that just won't give them any kind of benefit. There's a couple things that I want to point you towards um, when it comes to continuing education. Look at the schools near you. Um, there's going to be a wide range of skill levels and instructors and subject matter. And I think you will most likely be able to find um, a classroom setting that fits your needs. Um, and I always check the description to see who they're marketing the class towards. They should give some kind of indication of what skill level uh, they are they are trying to work with in the classroom. Um, they will also tell you what kind of subject matter you'll be working on, what kind of work you'll be doing, what the coursework will be like. It'll be, um, you know, hopefully as long as the school does a good job of conveying what you're going to actually be getting out of the class. Um, I think you should be able to find something that accurately fits something that you uh, would like to work on or something that you would like to work towards. One of the benefits of continuing education classes is that they are also usually geared towards people that work during the day. Um, so you'll often find classes that are either very early morning or, you know, in the afternoon or evening. 
um, they, they make a good fit for most schedules, I would say. And, you know, oftentimes they'll have different options. Some will be late at night, some of them maybe early afternoon. It, it really depends. Um, but I do think uh, you do some research, look around at some of the continuing education courses near you, look at some of the universities near you and see what they have to offer. And uh, I'm sure you'll be able to find something there. I also want to briefly mention workshops and photography conventions. Um, so while photography conventions may not necessarily be the uh, the most common thing in some areas, I think workshops are a bit more commonplace. You should be able to find workshops in many cities or at least very close to where you currently are. I think workshops are a great way of getting a bit of a temporary formal formal education. Um, they are typically very condensed. They typically last, you know, depending on the instructor and depending on the class, they can range anywhere from an hour a day to a few hours per day um, to an entire afternoon. Um, and they can last anywhere from maybe two weeks to a, a weekend. It, there's a lot of variation uh, and uh, cost differences as well. So there is a bit of, uh, you know, there's a bit of a cost investment. There's a bit of a time investment that you have to make for these as well. But I do think that if you're looking to get some kind of intermediate formal education, that is another avenue that you can look at as well. And then finally, I think something that I also need to bring up is meetups. And I think photography meetups in general are great ways of having a bit of a scheduled informal education. And what I mean by that is that, uh, you know, meetups will generally meet pretty regularly, um, weekly, bi-weekly, um, bi-monthly. And typically you see many of the same people attending the same meetup group um, in each, each session. So, uh, you know, depending on how the group is structured, how it's guided, maybe you go out on photo walks each time that you have a session. Maybe you share uh, photography with each other in each session. Maybe you show some of the work that you've been doing in the last month or so. Maybe you are working on a group project together. So it, it really depends on the meetup. But I do think, depending on how it's structured, you can get a bit of a very informal, intermediate, and uh, uh, very diverse, very mixed uh, informal education at a meetup or at a photography meetup specifically. I do think uh, you know they're, they're great. They're very casual. They're very relaxed. Um, everybody's there to learn, everyone's there to work. And uh, it's, you know, most of the time, most of the time, I won't say all the time, but most of the time, there's very little to no cost investment other than getting there and uh, committing some of the time. But I do think that they are a great avenue for meeting other photographers, uh, especially experienced photographers. They're a great way to practice, they're a great way to work on projects, they're a great way to work um, cooperatively with other photographers. I think they're all around very, 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 very good. And like I said, there's no, there's very little cost investment. And the time investment is however much time you want to put into the meetup. There's no, um, you don't really necessarily have to dedicate weeks and weeks of your time or entire afternoons of your time just to attend the meetup because it's all, uh, it's, it's leave whenever you want to leave, come whenever you want to come. And it's very, very open-ended. It's uh, I 
uh, that is something that I can definitely recommend and I can't recommend enough. So in conclusion, I think there's, uh, you know, there's benefits to formal education and free shooting. Um, but I do think that if you're just starting out, having a little bit of a basis in formal education is probably the best way to start out just to get some of the basics underway and just to have a good grip on your camera for when you do start practicing, if that's the route that you want to go. Um, again, I think there's, you know, there's benefits to both, but I'm, I'm more of an advocate towards the educational side of things. Anyway, guys, uh, that'll be the end of today's episode. I want to thank you guys so much for listening. If you want to listen to more episodes, or if you would like to read some of my blog or check out my photography, you can do that on my website, hiddencityphotos.com. And uh, once again, my name is James R. Zygmunt, and I will see you guys in a couple of weeks. Uh, so have a great week ahead. Happy shooting.